0: Make sure to like Caveman's Corner on Facebook and definitely click subscribe right now. You'll keep up to date with MMA news, you can hear our podcast, and see our funny videos. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! Welcome to Caveman's Corner. You're here with your host, Jeff, Captain Caveman Dens. And today, I have a guest, one of the best fighters in the world, a guy that kicks my teeth in every time we train. He's uh, fighting for the bantamweight title in Bellator MMA. His name is Patchy No Love Mix. Hey, how's it going, Pat?
1: How you doing, brother?
0: Doing great, man. Awesome to finally have you on. Uh, I saw that you finally signed that fight with Archuleta and uh, you announced it to the public. How did it feel to finally have a title fight in Bellator?
1: It uh, feels good, man. Uh, you know, we're scheduled. Uh, the rumor's been, uh, we've been scheduled to fight, you know, um, basically almost the rumor's been for me, you know, behind the scenes almost all year. So um, I've known how to get ready for him. So now to have the date, uh, you know, work out because we were supposed to fight last month in July, but now to have it rebooked for uh, September 12th, I think it's perfect. So i um, happy. I'm relieved just to have the fight booked. And in three weeks, I'm ready to go do the damn thing, man.
0: Hell yeah, man. Opportunity of a lifetime. You've been waiting for this fight for a long time now. you said since July. Um, I'm sure you had a long time to come up with a game plan. What is the actual game plan for this fight?
1: Um, I guess there's really no game plan. No different than anything else, man. I mean, uh, besides, you know, uh, just put it all out there and, uh, you know, go, go hunt. Uh, that's what I do. I'm a hunter out there. So, um, I'm going to take it just like my last 24 fights. You know, I know he's, uh, He's ranked top 20 in the world right now. You know what I mean? He's got a big name. He's got all these accolades. And um, he trains with all these great guys. But um, I'm planning on doing what I do in all my other fights. And uh, plan on going out there and getting him out of there. Finishing him. You know?
0: Seems like 135 lately is a division to watch. In Bellator and the UFC. Um, lots of action. We've seen knockouts. We've seen submissions. How do you see your fight with uh, Juan Archuleta playing out?
1: Um, I mean... I feel like I'm primed I'm primed the correct way um, with the team that I've had and the camps that i have had the amount of time I've had to be, uh, to get ready for him. I know that I'm prepared, um, to my fullest. This will be the fourth time I really have, um, have had ever had a fight with, um, the, the team that I have around me in the training camp specifically. Um, I used to come to Jackson's and, uh, I would just blend in with the classes, but when I first signed the Bellator and I started, um, you know, paying my gym dues and, uh, you know, it was more, um, let's say, lucrative uh, financially. I then hired more coaches on my staff and my team, um, you know, that helped me. So with this here, this is only my fourth time, you know, having a, you know, um, a coach every day focusing on every, you know, a different discipline that I'm working on. So I feel like I'm definitely improving and I'm getting better. And um, you know, that goes to show we've had three fights in Bellator and they've only lasted about None of them has been out in the first round with this new um, kind of program that I've put together with my team. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm planning. I see it playing out the same way, man. You know, I got the best team around me, the best coaches, multiple-time world championship coaches, um, multiple-time world champions around me too. So um, I feel like uh, with the opportunity here and with the training that I've been doing and the dedication that I've had, I feel like this right here is going to be my big coming-out party, you know. That's how I see it playing out. You know, I think I
0: look fantastic. You look fantastic when we're in the gym. Everything you do is more precise and calculated. In your fights, there's been no wasted motion at all, man. Um, before, when you were on the ba- you were on the, someone's back in like seconds as soon as the fight started, in those King of the Cage days. Sometimes it would take you a whole round, maybe two, to finish the fight, though. Now, there's no waste of time. You're just precision. Even on the bigger stage against the best opponents in the world, you're finishing guys and making it look easy.
1: Yeah, I think that's important, man. Uh, and it's the team, and the dedication, the commitment level. Um, you know, my biggest thing isn't. Um, for me, it's like, you know, I mean, it's the weirdest thing, but I, I guess um, it's a double-edged sword. My biggest, um, I think, my positive, most positive trait that I have is that I love to train, and you can't get me out of the gym. And when I'm out here, or when I, you know, anywhere really, you just can't get me to stop training. So. Um, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, having that. And then also when you always are training, you overtrain, you get a little banged up. So I think I have a good team that's keeping me balanced right now. You keep it Pat. you know, as we're getting close to this fight. Hey, Pat, you know, go take a rest. You know, don't, you know, Greg Jackson's all over my ass with it, man. So I'm listening to him because I know he's coached some of the best world, you know, the best world champions in the world. So, you know, I'm just trying to listen to his advice and, uh, you know, take what he has to say in.
0: Yeah, you're definitely doing that. Uh, I know how hard it is to get you out of the gym to get these interviews, so I, I definitely understand that. Um, I saw some talk on uh, social media. I don't know if I want to uh, give his name any uh, credence out there, but uh, he said that you were ducking him on uh, the last Bellator card. Do you have any comment on that?
1: Yeah, you know, there's there's just guys in the division that are they're just chasing my name and my clout, you know. I'm at the top of the list. You know, I'm obviously fighting for a world title. I mean, I've almost won 20, you know, I mean, 25 fights in a row. I fought any of the hardest guys, traveled, you know, I just traveled to Tokyo to fight the number three guy in Ryzen, you know. I'm not scared of no one that's, you know, know, basically a prelim fighter calling my name when um, I'm scheduled to fight, you know. I've, uh, you know, I I know who you're talking about, you know, I don't even give that kid any name, I don't even give that kid any uh, credit for, you know, none of that shit, but my opponent had pulled off on uh, July 24th, and uh, they offered me a non-title fight against a different guy, like, eight days out, and this kid calls that running, you know? I think that's the most ludicrous thing I'd ever heard, you know? And now I just told him that I wanted to reschedule my title fight, so, you know? Yeah. I think my my opponent pulled out July 24th, I waited six weeks, now I got my title shot, you know? I could have went, went up that far, but... I'm not here to fight for peanuts. I'm here to fight for world titles now. And, you know, that kid still fighting for peanuts. So he can just remain down at the my prelims and the beginnings of cards while I'm headlining.
0: Yeah, now you have to earn a shot, man. When you're the champ, then uh, you can't run from nobody when you're the champ. But you got to get there first. And whatever you got to do, it it you have to get there, you know?
1: Yeah, we don't run from anyone anyways, man. We take all fights. Um, if a opponent's going to pull out and I'm going to get a week's notice, though, um, you know, I'm going to make sure that the fight's going to... Um, you know, it's gonna to have to either be for the same amount of um, you know, like lucrative shit that I'm getting, like the titles, you know, if that's or the money, or it's gotta be a similar opponent to my opponent, you know what I mean? If if I didn't have a world title fight though, bro, but you know, I basically fight anyone. I've had like ten fights where a guy's pulled out and I just took the fight, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, I know for sure. I'm not saying you're trying to duck the fight. What I was saying is, um we talk about this a lot and your goal is to be the champion. So if you take that no, fight... No, no, I
1: know that. I know that. I know that. I'm just uh, explaining to you from, like, um, a perspective, my perspective, you know what I mean? I understand what you're saying, though. I'm not saying that at all. All right, I'm cool. just saying, you know, um, with uh, with the uh, implications of a title, man, you know, if that, that has to still be on the line, you know what I mean? Yeah, for And sure. uh, unfortunately, if you couldn't make that for July 24th, because um, that kid's just trash and he's not on the same level. So they couldn't let him fight for the title. So, you know, unfortunately, that... It'll happen though, you know, hopefully he works his way up so I can put him right back down
0: <laughs> That's what I like to hear uh, You were in camp for that card and then you didn't get a fight What was that like? I mean, I know how much camp costs and you have to be away from your daughter um, Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Um, yeah, it costs money, man, you know But I, I think that, like, the camp was good for me I invested in myself I was uh, in Albuquerque and, uh, you know, learned some new techniques, learned some stuff about myself and I basically have more time to get ready for him, so I'm kind of happy with the way things played out, you know. Um, unfortunately, you know, I would have liked to fight for the world title sooner, you know, as it was scheduled sooner. But, um, you know, it, it all works out for a reason, man. I, I'm very, very grateful just to have the fight back, and um, I'm very grateful to uh, to have gone to camp in July, you know what I mean, in June to um, get ready. But, yeah, man, it kind of – we did lose a little money, um, the time you know we can't get the time back either because you know i'm away from my family my daughter and that's important so i guess just those things man just the time i would like back you know with the baby
0: yeah for sure how is your daughter doing
1: my daughter's doing well right now yeah she's back home and uh, i've been able to facetime her um you know the family's doing well uh you know everyone's looking forward to it my mom and you know the relationships i have back home um my daughter's mother um her grandparents, you know, um, everyone's working together to um, ensure that Miara is, you know, very happy and, you know, loved. So, you know, when her dad's out of town, so, you know, I'm grateful and uh, I'm excited about this opportunity here, you know, because I have an opportunity to um, change my life as well as my family's, my daughter's life, not just financially, but just, you know, my legacy-wise, you know, I want to win this title and put my name, uh, have my name, uh, like my picture on those banners, you know, at all these arenas where Bellator shows their events, you know. I want to be, it's called the championship wall or whatever. You know, they have a strip that hangs up right over the cage and stuff. I want to be on that, man. You know, that's what I've been dreaming of.
0: Showing her that you can do anything that you put your mind to, man. That's a great example for her.
1: Yeah, no matter how big the goals are or uh, no matter how um, how far away you are. I mean, six 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 and a half years ago I had zero fights. Um, I was actually 0-1 because I lost a kickboxing fight So when I was like 17 or 18 years old. So you know, I had zero fights, and I worked and clawed my way all the way up here. You know, seven, it's almost been seven years. I've traveled around the world. You know, I've been to so many different gyms. I've made a lot of different relationships. And, you know, here in the state, I'm doing these mats, you know, late night, talking, helping, um, freaking cheering up, bleeding, you know, um, with everybody, so... With this opportunity, man, you know, I think it's gonna show my daughter a lot, and it just shows her that you can do anything you, you know, you put your mind to, even though, um, even though how far you are, how far out of are. I remember, like I said, there's there's a ranking of like maybe like five, up to like three to five thousand fighters in the world, you know, at my weight class or whatever. Right now, I'm freaking, you know, I'm I'm all the way up in top thirty, you know. Top, right now, I want to crack top fifteen right here. Hopefully, maybe even top ten if I could really viciously finish them. So, you know, I'm getting um, I'm getting to where I want to be, but um, far from where I need to be still. So, it's a lot more hard work to do.
0: How is training going up there with COVID? Is there any restrictions for you guys training? You guys have are all pros, so you shouldn't have too many restrictions, right?
1: Um, yeah. We, well, I mean, COVID down here is a little bit different than back home because um, back home it's definitely boomed more. But being here, obviously, the travel restrictions are all the same, you know, um, with masks, mandated masks, um, no matter, um, you know, the local stores, um, you know, locally. And then also in the gym, you know, you see a lot of us with masks. But our training is definitely slimmed down. Um, it's more quality work as opposed to quantity. Um, I'm working with only high-level pros. I haven't worked with any um, I'm only working with 145, 155-pound professional fighters right now in little pods and, like, setting up maybe five, six people in group training. And it hasn't changed, man. Uh, you know, it's got me working. Um, I think it's a perfect fit for right now, and it's definitely helped my training. I think um, having more um, individual time with my coaches watching me.
0: So when you fight, there's going to be no crowd, correct?
1: Yeah, there's going to be no crowd, and we're going to fight what's, what's called the fight – in the fight sphere so it's basically um like they've cle- you know they've cl- cleansed the, the arena where we're going to be fighting and it's basically a bubble so once you're in the bubble you cannot leave the bubble you know what i mean of that arena and then um i guess they you you get done with the fight you win you walk out you get interviewed you go you immediately don't even put your clothes on you walk right out the bubble with your shorts on now you're in the um lobby of the hotel and then you Put your mask on, walk back up to your room, and then you put your heat you change and stuff. Damn. So it's definitely different. Man. No, f- no fans, um, no crowd, and uh, all your corners are, and I believe, wear masks as well too. So it's a little bit different.
0: Man, that's crazy. Are, how do you think that's going to affect you when you fight with no crowd? How much do you feed on the crowd?
1: Man, I don't really. I don't think it's going to affect me not one bit. Um, I don't really give a shit about that, man. You know <laughs> the crowd and. Like you know, I, I mean, I like to put it on for the crowd. I like to, I like to just. The only thing I like about the crowd is that I get to um, give everyone of my fans and like my family an experience to go out on a night where they wouldn't normally be doing something. Maybe exciting, and they can go watch a fight and um, be part of that crowd. Like that, you know, when I'm in there, you know, I I don't feel for the you know hear the crowd. Then I start going harder, like I'm in a WWE <laughs> match, getting getting submitted you know what i mean <laughs> i just think i just look at it like um you know i just look at it like i'm grateful to give people opportunity but the crowd no crowd front yard the backyard the parking lot um the gym the gym locker room it don't matter wherever we're gonna fight me and him are scheduled to fight and uh you know it's on the line and it don't matter if, it don't matter if there was no referee and it was just me and him <laughs> we know who'd win you know what i mean well you know we we'll, we find out who'd win, you know?
0: <laughs> well if you don't think you're gonna win, you're definitely in the wrong sport, man. I know for sure that uh you have to have that desire and the belief in yourself no matter what.
1: Yeah, no matter what, man. But I'm just saying as a as a fact of like dude there don't even need to be referees or judges or none of that, you know. One of us are gonna go in there and finish the other one and uh and I'm and I'm very um confident in my ability in doing so. So no crowd, man, equals no problem, man. I'm excited.
0: I love it. Uh, are Art and Dennis gonna be able to make it up for you?
1: Yeah. So my corner is gonna be. Uh, I got um, Harry, St. Ledger, Art, and Dennis. So we've traveled the world together. Um, us three. We call this round four here, because since we've been together, Harry's only been in my corner since I made my debut in uh, Madison Square Garden, and Harry's my uh, head corner. He's my um, the f- the fucking wizard of it all. You know, if what I'm doing here. So um, I mean, he's got me firing like. Like, a different, you know, when I'm ready to fight, man, I I can submit, I can do crazy things. So, um, I mean, next level, next generation, stuff that people have not seen yet still. So, um, yeah, Harry's my guy. And then I got Dennis and Art, and they're my other guys that have been with me since the beginning, have taught me, brought me up since I've been a kid. And the most thing that I need in that corner out of them all is they all have the technical ability, but I need to be able to trust and I need to be that love, you know. We say no love, but at the same time, like it really is all love amongst us all. We're just like a tight knit family, and um, I'm grateful to be able to to have this opportunity so that they can um, experience this opportunity with me, alongside me too. Not just um, just to watch it, you know what I mean? They're gonna be there, right there, walking with me, and um, I think that's very important. As um, it's it's just very important to me, you know what I mean? As as well as as well it is. As it is to them, which is very important to me. You know, what I mean, in this specific scenario, to have this opportunity and be able to have Art and Dennis
0: with me. I love the fact that you have them guys with you. I think it says so much as a person that you keep them with you, even as you've found this high level of success. It's like a stereotype that you know, an athlete makes it big, they leave their old coaches. Man, you've been sticking with them for as long as I've known you. Arts like Mr. Miyagi, dude. He's, I don't know how old he is. He's a he's an older guy, and he's got this big beard and watching him try and text on his phone, watching him get ready for Bellator was the highlight of me watching you fight on the big show, man. I, I have to say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was big, man. Uh, it's important, man. I think that, um, it's just important, man. And they've, they've taught me things outside of just fighting, you know, they taught, uh, i taught me a lot about being a man, a lot about being a father, um, you know, in in those ways. So, you know, to have the opportunity to, uh, do this job with them is just, it's, it's important. And, um, they brought me up, you know, when I was 15 years old, those guys were also men still, you know, they were men when I was a boy. So, um, when I you know, when I was a young boy myself, um, you know, i has been coaching me, telling me what to do. And I've been listening to him since I've been that young. So, um, now it's, let's say 11, 12 years later, you know, we're fighting for a world title. And, um, if you really look back at it from the first day I met him, so now him or I really haven't changed, you know what I mean? Our relationships never changed. So, super genuine super important and uh same with
0: dennis and i i love the fact that he comes out to your little training area back home in the 716 and puts you through workouts still too to this day um that just makes me happy man the the interaction that you guys have is something very very special and uh, i think it's going to really play out and when they make a movie about you that's going to be part of the movie
1: yeah man it'll be important you know and uh all the material things that we've ever gotten from this, you know, never meant anything. It was always just about the experience and stuff. You know, um, I am just so grateful and honored to be able to, um, like when I was in Japan to be able to give them an opportunity to go to Tokyo. I mean, I think Art's been there, but as far as Dennis and Harry, they haven't. So to give them an um, experience, that opportunity, um, was so great. And then also, um, the material thing about it, like I think Ryzen gave me like a nice big ass trophy and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I didn't fly home with Harry. I didn't fly home with Harry, but I just handed it to Harry off, and I was like, "Dude, that's gonna collect dust at my house." You know, it might sit in my car for like a month. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I just want to be have the people that I love with me, you know, and I really care for. And it's gonna be important, you know. Who knows? I, I might win five of these Bellator belts, and these three might all have one of them and hanging in their house somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Beings, you know, we're all we're all doing this together. So it's not just me going out there being a world champion we're going to win the world champion as a team, not just as Pat.
0: I love that, man. I love the fact that you gave me a pair of Bellator gloves. You signed them. Um, you do this with me. I appreciate it. You don't forget the guys that you came up with and that's really important. And, uh, I want everyone to know that you do that stuff. That's awesome. I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, man. It's not about, um, you know, I'm the same guy as I ever was, man. You know, let's say you win the world title, you win a higher fight. Um, I think I'm going to remain the same person. Um, I'm I'm always gonna be humble and I'm always gonna be myself, you know what I mean? So um it's ingrained in my personality. So uh you know, I think that's important and um I love giving back, man. If you train with me in the gym, man, I'll basically do just about anything for you if I can. So I have you train it. with me in a positive light, not maliciously. <laughs> if you train maliciously with me, I'll beat your ass. You know?
0: <laughs> for sure. So, let's say, best-case scenario, you go out there and you submit Archuleta in the first round with some crazy submission no one's ever seen before. What's next after that?
1: Or who knows, man? I might be bringing some and knock his ass out, too, you know? Who knows? <laughs> but, but um, if you know, if I go out there and I uh, make magic happen, and uh, you know, I have a history of repeating itself. You know, 14 wins the first round. Uh, there's 14 times I never went back to my corner. So, um, you know... To go out there and make magic happen and put them away. You know, next thing you know, you blink, Pat, you're the world title holder, which can happen, which might happen, and, you know, which I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm planning on making it happen. Um, then, you know, I've established myself in the world. I'm a world title holder. Um, I'm ranked in the world. I'll be you know, with 11 finishes on a 25-fight winning streak. And, um, you know, Sergio Pettis has next. So, um, you know, that's my goal is to uh, – Um, just like my, my, my goal has been to win all the fights I needed to, to earn this title shot. My goal now is to beat this guy, to win this title. But you know what? On top of that, my goal is to beat this guy, to earn my, to earn the slot next to Sergio Pettis's name, because I'm going to need that name too.
0: Right. How do you think you match up with him?
1: Um, match up really well with him. Um. You know, we all know he's fought 25 before 125, so I think that's where his real weight is. I think the size and the strength and the leverage I have it would be too much. Um, But you know, that's for another podcast down the line when we uh, when we get there.
0: Right, that's for sure. Are uh, are you ever looking to make a UFC run at some point? Uh, 35ers were on stage last night. I think you match up pretty well with everyone that fought yesterday.
1: Yeah, man. Um. I really enjoy being with Bellator. I signed long-term deal with Bellator. So um, I believe this is my home for, you know, this is my home. So um, I'm not really interested in that, you know, um, the whole that whole thing. But, yeah, there are some really good fighters over there, as there are in Bellator, you know. I just want to um, just beat as many guys and uh, run this record up as much to where I'm number one in the world. So, you know what, who knows? Maybe those guys will say I want to go fight him because he's the best.
0: Right. I mean that happens all the time. That uh, in the old days they used to speculate that all the time between UFC and Pride and I really think you're gonna make that happen.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I I always hear the grain talking, um, the left side of whatever, the internet, you know, talking about how the UFC's got the best guys and Bellator you know what I mean, they just shit on us Bellator guys, but at the same time, man, I'm one of the best I'm gonna I'm gonna be the best fan of weight in the world, you know, if I'm not already. So and it just so happens that I'm signed with Bellator. You know what I mean? So, you know, I want to hear you no know, I'm going to get this title and uh going to try to run it up to be number 1 in the world, you know.
0: Right. I'm and just, Bellator wants guys that are going to make them compete with the UFC. That's why they want you. You know, you're you're the they're trying to make you the best 35er in the world. So it's your time to shine. Yeah, and
1: I think that I think that Bellator's doing a good job with that. I think that their Bellator has really good uh, I think Scott Coker takes care of us. You know, what I mean, he's a real good boss. He looks out for his fighters, and um, you know, he pays his fighters. So, you know, I really do got a lot of respect for him. And I see what he's doing. He's really hunting these other names. You know, we've got Cyborg. Um, I think Corey Anderson just came over. Um, I mean, he's signing guys from all, left and right, all different places. You know, he's doing. He's taking risks, doing cross promotion, cross promoting events, having Risen versus Bellator. You know, what I think. Mean? Granted, we won in Bellator you know bellator beat the horizon and the super fight series but just to be able to take a risk in that se- setting i think that um that shows that scott coker's open to um growing the sport of mixed martial arts you know what i'm saying
0: oh for sure i i agree 100 percent and the thing that really sticks out about him is uh when he canceled that card due to COVID, he paid all the fighters man that's that's huge
1: yeah, and he was the first to do that, and I think that's important. Uh, he set the tone for other promotions to do that as well because you say, you know, you look at it, you're like, well, Bellator 241, um, they all, you know what I mean, they all, they all got paid um, so that when other promotions, that's what I think that fighters worked. Well, they got paid, you know what I mean? I right. think it's only right I don't know if you pay us all. So I think, um, especially because they showed up, all those guys showed up to the fight, you know? And I think Coker even went above and beyond and paid them their full purse. Not to just their show money. You paid them, like, show and mini- win money, I believe, everyone. Wow. So, um, you know, I got a lot of respect for the guy just for that. And uh, shit, man, I wish I was on that card.
0: That would have been a nice payday for free. But, I mean, it's not really for yeah. free. Those guys put the all the time in. Like, I can't even imagine how horrible yeah, that be.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of my buddy Christian Edwards. He's had two – he's 3-0 in Bellator, but he's had two other Bellator fights follow through. So he should be 5-0 in Bellator. But – so the one time, the one guy came over 25 pounds overweight, so Bellator paid him. You know, they gave him his full purse. And the other time, the guy just never showed. No, the guy, or um, he pulled out last minute, got sick or something. Just you know, he got nervous or something. He didn't want to fight or something. <laughs> and then Christian, then Christian got paid again. So I'm like, well, but Christian's always done his job. Show up to the fight, make weight, and uh, you know, these other guys, I guess, couldn't. fight him. it just shows them as, as a boss. You know, it makes me feel like okay, if anything happens with my opponent because I know I'm going to do the things that I need to do in order to make the fight, you know what I mean? Right. Um, just as a fan. So it just makes me think, like, if anything happens with my opponent, they're not professional, or even, like, something like as crazy as COVID happens, you know, um, that my boss is still going to find a way to keep us at work, you know, or keep us working, or at least, um, you know, if I, let's say a fight fell through like that, he's willing to pay the whole card, you know? I think that's important.
0: Yes, great peace of mind too especially trying to train with covid you never know what's going to happen and like that really helps fighters be able to do it
1: oh yeah 100 percent, man i think that's important and um yeah it's been uh covid's been difficult um i i can imagine for the promotions too because you know no fans and doing everything still trying to make their tv deals um still trying to put on shows like that's what the ufc is doing you can see they um they're uh, because they got that espn deal so they're uh, uh, they try to throw massive amounts of cards in order to hit their bones, you know what
0: I mean, or something. Yeah, they have a certain There's number a- of fights they need to make, so they have to keep putting them on. Uh, it probably hurts you guys more because I'm—you're probably a little bit more dependent on the gate, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. Um, they, I think that Bellator doesn't have um a deal with uh, ESPN or nothing, but I, I know they have their own deals, and their own deals are very good in their own in their own right. Like, um, I could imagine. I mean, I think Viacom owns Bellator, and um, that's what Bellator is playing with all the, so, um, but I'm not sure. I think, I mean, I'm sure that Scott Coker has really good deals. I think the promotion is really thriving and it's going to be only grow and only get bigger. So, um, I think COVID definitely is going to impact all businesses, but, um, I think that Bellator and, uh, the way Scott Coker's business mindset is, I think that he could definitely recover too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just the way- like, just as he is, just, just as he is now, you know? I think he did it the smart way and really took his time. Um, He didn't just rush into cards. He really assessed the board of all sports. He took all the way from March to, you know, um, I think like five months off straight. You don't really see that with promotions. I think like LFA and some other ones were even started before Bellator.
0: Yeah, he's done a really good job. and. Like, there's a great demand for sports right now. There's still everything, a lot of stuff around here is still shut down, so people want to watch. So there'll be even more eyes on you when you fight. And it's probably a good thing for all the fighters, too. Uh, A lot more views.
1: Yeah, a lot more views. And it just so happens, uh, you know, this will be my first blind event, but this will be my first um, fight that I'm fighting at the Mountain Network as opposed to the Zone. So I think that... um, this is going to be important for me um it's also this marks the last um this marks this event right here mix versus archuleta you notice i say mix first um (laughs) this will mark the last uh um event that bellator has on paramount network so i'm the main event so i will actually be the last bellator fight that's ever been played on paramount network
0: man that's awesome
1: yeah, I want to close this show out good. You know, what I mean, I think they got a new TV deal. Um, I'm not ex- ex- um, extremely um, keen on the full details of it all, which what it is. So I'm not going to go into too many details about it. But I see that they have a new TV deal, and um, like for me to be able to, like I said, to be the last fight ever on Paramount to strap on these uh, Bellator gloves, man, shit, it's going to be dope, man. It's going to, it's got to be a true patchy mix. Uh, <laughs> Catchy, catchy mix show, you know. It can't be. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, just like it was when I started headlining these King of the Cage shows, man. You know, I make magic happen. You know, the <laughs> arena, you can feel it. It's a different aura. It's something special. You know, I'm gonna bring that to the main event of the of the biggest fight of my life, and uh, you know, uh, to to do it to do it on such a big stage for the for the world title that I am. It's it's, it's gonna be incredible, man. You know. Only one that could do it the way i'm gonna do it you
0: know yeah that is amazing and the energy that you had when you fought uh it was just amazing but it probably helps that you sold about three thousand tickets for every one of those too
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the energy it's just a, it's the <laughs> buzz of it all man it's the energy and it's the buzz but um man just just being the big show man um fans or not i think this has just as much energy if not more man i've only felt it for six minutes three fights in six minutes, man, so, you know, I'm itching, you know, I'm them to, to go out there and feel that, um, adrenaline, feel that uh, nervousness, you know, I, I'm addicted, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to it, you know what I mean, so, to, uh, to not have it for, um, let's say, it's gonna be nine months and 12 days, because I fought on December 31st last in Tokyo, Japan, so, um, and I made magic happen there, so, uh, you know, in, in front of 43,000 people. So this show's show show's going to be 100th of a times that, you know what I mean, of a minimal of that, like a divide. If that was 100 times more stressful, more anxiety, you know what I mean? Right. So I'm, I feel like I'm comfortable and confident in this setting, you know what I mean? Coming off the biggest win of my career against a guy that had more wins than this guy right now. You know, Yuki matoya has got 25 wins as a professional fighter. He's almost got like 20 finishes. So, and I just took him out in 80 some seconds. So, to be out there in Japan and then come home with this opportunity, um, that's important because it's like,
0: I just know that um, it's
1: going to be good, you know. It's going to be a cool opportunity, you know, and I'm really, really, really interested to get back in there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be amazing to see you. I want to bring it back before I let you go, back to the 716. Um, You give a lot back and you coach wrestling. Do you think that's going to be able to happen this year, or do you have any idea what's going on with coming back home and coaching, or...? Is that pretty much done? Um,
1: I'm gonna definitely be involved with the program. Um, I don't know personally if I'm personally gonna be coaching this
0: year, especially with the COVID
1: going on. Um, it's extremely um, important because I have a daughter, and um, I don't know if wrestling itself will be going on. But I also don't want to take too many risks. Let's say if they, you know, they have me fight, um, and then I'm around all the kids, and then you know someone has COVID. Right. You know, so I just want. I have a world title to defend as well. So, with um, one, you know. Um, God willing when I win this fight. so, uh, but I don't know if wrestling's going to happen this year. Um, I, I don't even know really about schools and stuff. so I guess with covid, you just got to take it a day at a time and um, I'm hoping eventually we get a vaccine and we can all you know you know, as in like a country just move past this, you know, in yeah. the world,
0: should I say? I, they've already canceled the um the football this year, so I mean, it's pretty possible wrestling's gonna be canceled too.
1: Well, wrestling is gonna be the last on the list because um. It's so uh, involved with touching and breathing. Like, you know, football, I think, is even better. Basketball is probably even better. But if you think about the most, um, I mean, think about me putting, you putting someone in a headlock. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're right, you're right over them. You know what I mean? You're right. sweating right on them, right on them. You know what I mean? So I don't think that it's uh, the best. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I just hope that, uh, you know, we just hear good news as the days pass.
0: Right, for sure. And if anyone doesn't know, you give so much back to the community, and I appreciate it, and I'm sure everyone at your school appreciates it, and everyone everywhere appreciates it. You even give back to uh, the guys on your old team when you're back in town. And, uh,
1: yeah, I just put an interview up today. Um, I, I did a podcast with uh, the Wrestling Roundtable the other day, and um, we, we talked a, a big segment about um, you guys and uh, the teams. So, you know, um, a big shout-out to all my teammates, two Alex Castellano, um Gia, Afro, Pat, Derek, um, you, uh, Superfly, Solomon, um, Ali, Reccepi, um, F- Matt Flores. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, even guys from other gyms, Antonio Smith, um, Bader. Um, I mean, I mean, the list goes on, man. You know, I have so many people that I've trained with. So to be able to fight for this title and, um, you know, train with all those guys, you know, you know, you really couldn't have done it by yourself. You know, all this, all this evolving each day at a time. So, you know, I really wouldn't be who I am with having shared the mats with all these different people from, um, the West New York gym to West New York MMA to the old victory gym to the knockoff factory days, Matt Morris, Jake Anderson. Um, you know, so, yeah, I definitely want to give it back to them all. And I think that it's going to be important to win this title and bring it back to the Buffalo area and specifically, like I've, I've been saying, um, I think it can help uh, um, grow the um, mixed martial arts in our area. You know what I mean? I want to help grow the community. I want to help grow um, kids that maybe um, aren't comfortable in other sports, get them into jujitsu, get them into wrestling, or um, even if they don't like wrestling, just maybe self-defense to uh, teach them to be confident in themselves and um, all these other guys too, you know, other guys that look up to me and, you know, the way I looked up to Dennis and these other people that were, are you know, made it. You know, if I could be a Bellator champion um, to have those guys look up to you and then me to be on the mat sharing the mats with them just as I am one of them still a student of the game, I think that's important. And um, I think we'll just help the morale of MMA in our area, you know. I really want to um, help grow it and um, I don't want to run from it, you know what I mean. Okay. I want to be so big that, oh, MMA's not around here. I want to be so big that I'm the one that grows, um, that helps grow the community of MMA. You know what I mean? Not jujitsu specifically only, I'm not saying not jujitsu. I'm saying not only jujitsu, not only boxing, you know, I want to grow the mixed martial arts team. I want to grow jujitsu there. Um, you know, teach the Jiu-Jitsu that I have because I specialize heavy and nogi. Um, and, uh, just give back, man. You know, I really want to, um, I think that bringing this belt is like super important, man, you know? Besides Rashad Evans, you no know, one's really going out there and doing what I'm gonna do. So
0: it's um, about time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's the opportunity. And just a big shout out and thank you to all those guys, man, that I named, you know, all as right. well as all the guys at Jackson's too. You know, what I mean, all my training partners, man. You can't do it. Um, like I said, I'm not doing it alone. I'm doing it with everyone. So, you know, I remember those big old days where we had all the um, team pictures after like TNT days. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get a team picture of me with a Bellator belt wrapped around not even my shoulder probably with all my fans holding it with like an army of people from angola to buffalo to amherst sweet home everywhere man you know so many people that have support so it's all what it's about man it's not about i mean money and that shit's all great bro but i don't do it for a dollar they told me i could do the same thing the same fight for nothing just about no money i'd do it then you know what i mean in a heartbeat so you know i do this because i love it and uh i really 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 want to uh represent um our area in this big title fight here
0: and that's why the word that i love man i can't say anything more than that thank you so much for your time patchy mix i appreciate it anything you got to plug
1: uh anytime man and uh thank you i appreciate you and uh no just thank you to all my sponsors um there's a whole long list of them i don't want to forget any of them so um <laughs> you know there's a few new ones that hopped on with me man uh cloud chasers uh, they, they hooked me up, man. I like those guys. Super cool. Um, dude, there's so many, man. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, man, there's just so many uh, that I got with me. I want to thank them all. Spears and uh, Co. Jewelry. My boy, Ryan Spears, he's the best jeweler in town. Go see him. Brendel Painting. Um, they're a main sponsor for me. You know, help me get out to camp. Oak Grove Technologies. Hayabusa. Um, um, you know, I have so many of them, man. And so, I don't want to forget any of them. And um, if I did, you know, I'm definitely going to be plugging them. Just look at my banner and look at my shorts and um, for me, being in this title fight, I really represented a lot of um, local businesses. So when you do see me um, walk out, take a look at my shorts and my banner and um, take a look at those businesses because they're all local businesses that um, could help you um, anybody from our area in multiple different things.
0: Awesome, man. when you get a picture of the banner sent, I'll link it to this and then. Uh... Everyone can see it all the time, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the banner's not coming out until I get to Fight Week, so it's going to be a little while. So um, just um, if they follow me on Patchy Mix on Facebook, Patchy Mix on um, Instagram, and Team Mix MMA on Twitter, and then um, I'm going to be posting all about my sponsors, uh, my banners, and those businesses that, that I'm working with, and then you can uh, link from there and uh, follow them and um, show some support for my team,
0: please. Definitely. I always help someone that helps a fighter, man. That's what I always say. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we're out. All right. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you.